Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling his solo tonight, but um, you know, I've already heard we got a guest on. Uh, we got a caller in, calling in already, you know. But hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. Man, we had a beautiful race here in Florida a couple days ago in Daytona. We had Infinity Race, and then we had on on for on uh Friday night and on Saturday night we had the Coke Zero 400, and man, we had more wrecks than finishes. Seems though in that race, it was a crazy, crazy race. We're gonna get into a whole lot of that, but hey, we got Clayton Buford on the line. What's up, Clay? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, my brother? Hey, man, loving this life I got, man. Loving every second yeah. of it, and yourself. That's a blessing, man. Just hanging out. I heard talking about all them races going on around Florida, man. It's, it's been something else. That old Devon, Bron James trying to make all that money. That's crazy, man. Hey, man, it's a whole lot of money out there in the world of sports. Now, you know, uh, Julio Jones complaining about his contract. He said he wants just a little bit more money. You know what I'm saying? He said he want to be paid like one of the number one receivers in the league. And you can't blame him. You know, if if he's yeah, making like thirteen million and the number one receiver like Antonio Brown and um these guys are making like, you know, eighteen million, seventeen million, he 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 has a he has a right to gripe because if he's the best, he should get paid like the best. But when you sign your name on the dotted line, you should respect that contract. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, and that's that's like that's you, the one thing. Yeah. Like you said, man, I mean those guys are talented, you know, but when you, when you put your, with your sign name on the dotted line, you still got to respect the fact that you're a public figure. And when you look at money, it's one thing, but when you look at how you got to carry yourself too, they, they both cool dudes though. So I can't complain. I wish we was making that kind of money when we came through. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know it? Oh my goodness. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, but uh, I, you, <laughs> I, I have to be thankful for what I have and everything that's given to me. But, uh, hey, you know, we, we look at these guys, man, and some of these guys sign five-year contracts, and they, they sometimes do that to, to save the team money. And in a sense, yeah. that's what Julio Jones did. He signed a long-term contract where he should have signed something shorter. You know, like this, wow. um, say, for instance, uh, Alan Hearns signed a four-year, $40 million contract with the Jaguars. And just right. now his house is up for sale in Jacksonville because the Jaguars cut him. You know, yeah. that $40 million don't mean they can't cut you. You know, they That's cut right. him. He signed a two-year deal with, um, with the Dallas Cowboys where he's going to make like $12 million a year and $2.5 million guaranteed each one of those two years. Where, right. And the Jaguars still had to pay him um, sixteen million dollars that was guaranteed to him, and he made ten million uh, on a salary bonus. So hey, he 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 busted out like a bandit, made over almost well, forty million. Long, to make- you, long as you been long as you been conservative and and, and and having sense about what you do, because a lot of times that money, you know, what I'm saying, it get to your head. But if you be in control about how you handle your business and being being smart, then you can make deals like that. You know, you can make negotiations like that. So. I'm on. I'm on your side with that. When he made a smart choice, smart decision to do it the way he did it, and I, 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 I applaud him. You know what I'm saying? He getting the money. He, he doing the job. And as long as he's being professional, hey, more luck, more God bless him, man. You know, it's an old saying in the game, man. Hey, don't hate the player, hate the, hate game. the game. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, get as much as you can, player. Get as I'm much right. as you can. You know, you know hey. because. It, it don't take much to uh, to hear about, you know, some of the richest athletes uh, in the world that end up going broke. You know, like yeah. uh, people like um, uh, I was just looking up some of them today. Uh, Evander Holyfield, you know, what yeah. I'm saying two estimated lifetime earning of two hundred and fifty million dollars. 
you know, and over nine uh, $9,000 in child support behind, you know, stuff like yeah. that, man. You know, yeah. bankrupt, um, foreclosed on his 10, $10 million home. You know, Rick Ross owned that home now, too. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess Rick Rose doing the right thing with his money, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 they say hey, ain't no wrong say with Rick. being smart now. Ain't no wrong oh, with being no. smart. Oh no, oh no, it's definitely yeah. nothing wrong with being smart. And say Rick Ross got a real good deal on that house too. You know? Yeah, that's what they hey. said. I heard, hey. I heard about that. Man, I ain't mad you know, at him. What is it? Pennies on the dollar. <laughs> and, you know it's awful man but a lot of athletes yeah. go through these kind of changes man they they yeah. they really do and um and sometimes because you know we don't know how to we don't know how to handle our money and and yeah. uh, we get people that you know take advantage of yeah. us you know and that, yeah. that just happens in this world of sports you know what i mean we was taught by you know you know you gotta you gotta respect God and put Him first. That's what our parents taught us. So you know you gotta put first things first, though, player. You know how that go. Hey, you know I I know who's at the head of my life. You understand what I'm I saying? That's that's, right. And that's between me hey, and bro, him. Hey, I'm so proud of you, brother. Though, man, um, and God bless you, but it's always good to hear your voice, man. Hey, Clay. Don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night talking sports, talking about what's going on in the world of sports, and throwing a little shade from time to time, too. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. <laughs> hey, uh, don't don't forget about them boys coming out of Hastings. You know, we got a little Buford coming out of Hastings that's going to be playing this year. Oh, yeah? Well, well what yeah. high school are you going to be playing at now? So we'll know something. My son going to Cookman. Cookman? Yeah. That's all right, all right. What's his name? Because we like we like to spread the word here on Sports Info. You want his name is Isaiah. Look, look, just look for Isaiah. You know we have to name some of them at the moment, so you know how that exactly, is. exactly. Isaiah, yes. Isaiah Buford. Isaiah, yes. Looking for him, and we. And what position does he play? He gonna be probably playing running back. He about six, about six two, about two twenty. All right. Well, I'm definitely taking a peek at him because I live not far from um, um, Bethune Cookman University, and I go okay. to the, I go to the games all the time. Now you're giving me a reason to go down there now. Hey, man, and I and um I heard that you're doing some coaching in uh in the state of Florida now, and I think that's a yeah, beautiful yeah. thing. To trying, trying, trying to get back at Palak High School, you know, you have to give back, man. So right. um I got an opportunity to go on back out there, and I'm gonna get them wide receivers straight. You know, having a little NFL experience myself. Um, you know, it, it was an opportunity for me to go on out there and help Tails out there with the kids. So it's more or less about discipline and about, you know, education over me. As long as you're getting your schooling and you're doing the right thing, that part, the education is coming first, but the football and the sports come second. But it all goes hand in hand. Want to help the other, you know, sooner or later. So you know how that works. I do know how it works, man. And I'm going to tell you, they couldn't have a, a better person out there to help them, um, and, and with the knowledge that you have about the game, you know, playing at Auburn University, playing for Coach Pat Dye, playing with um, with um, um, Bo Jackson, you yeah. know, I, and, and, and playing against us at the University of Miami when I when I was at U. And I never forget we played in the kickoff class and we beat you guys. Yeah, and, and both of us showed out in that game, didn't? Yeah, we, we. I had a good game in that game. I did. We did. We, and, and my yeah. teammates always ask me about you, Clay. I'm just wanting to know from you know, we have a big uh, a big family affair down at University of Miami. We all meet together down there in April for a reunion. We all come down, yeah. not all of us, but a lot of us come down for the home games. They give every former player two free tickets for every home game. Except that Florida That's State and cool. Notre Dame game. It's gotten so big, we can't get but one. But, yeah. um, <laughs> it's, it's really, they ask me about you all the time, man. How's your homeboy? The one that caught that touchdown against us again in, in the kickoff classic. Play for Auburn. I'm always telling them you're doing great, man. And, um, and before it. you get out of here, man, I, I must acknowledge that um, there are photos of you beating Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker in the 60-yard indoor SEC track meet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know how we do it. You, don't, ain't too many people know it, Darren, but you do. 
Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. 
If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Thunder chickens beware, we're coming for ya. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's all about the Spring Gobbler Smackdown, and our panel of pros are out for beards. Joining us is David Blanton of Bill Jordan's Realtree Outdoors and Monster Bucks, outdoor writer M.D. Johnson, and Pete Muller from the National Wild Turkey Federation. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, I was looking at some of these athletes earlier of some of the ones that have gone from being rich to broke. I mean, like, I'm not, and I'm not talking about two million, three million. I'm talking about people like $20 million to just being broke. And some of these athletes just made bad decisions. And some of these bad decisions turned into multiple bad decisions. And uh, you look at players like uh, uh, Rocket Ishmael, you know, Notre Dame great, played for the Dallas Cowboys, played in the Canadian Football League. You know, this guy, that's, his lifetime earner is $20 million, and um, now he, you know, he's broke. It's it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to think that people can go from, you know, I don't I don't know. And I, But I do know that some of the simple fundamental things that my mom and my dad taught me was live within your means. You know, my, my mom always said um, she used to use this, this um, uh the, a verse, uh, uh, it's a Bible verse. Do not covet thy neighbor. You know, what you get is yours, and what they get is theirs. Hey, we got Mark on the line. Now we're talking about the, um, giving us a little Bible scripture here. Mark, what's happening? Hey, Daryl. God bless you. How you doing, man? Hey, loving this life, man. Loving this life. Evander Holyfield, $250 million lifetime earning. And, and Rick Ross ended up buying his house. Come on, man. You got to do better. Uh, I, I I don't understand what's going on. Like uh, they feel dedicated more to giving money to their homies and uh, the guys they grew up with. And as soon as that money goes, they ain't even around them anymore. And and it's sad too. A lot of um, these athletes kind of turn their um, ways back into uh, well, start going into drugs and destroys their lives as well as kills them too. So yeah, it's a great topic, man. It it is man, and uh, and it's a lot of guys that are, that really just just lose their way with their money, and it just don't make no sense, you know. Um, but a lot of guys don't have a lot of good information, mm. and some people take advantage of them. Mm. And, and 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 I would agree that um, sometimes it is drug. Um, this Alabama great running um, linebacker McCants, he was one of the top draft picks um, some years ago. I think he was drafted by Tampa Bay and I just heard about him um, being arrested and he's had a drug problem for years but he was on a on a television show. I think it was on um, on a front line or um, one of those shows about how NFL players were given so many drugs when they were playing so they mm. could play and he was saying it was them that really helped. He said he got better drugs playing in the league that he got on the street, you know, so, <laughs> you know, hey. Hey, what's up, the, the, the man, Lyle Alzado played for the Raiders, 
same kind yeah. of situation there too. And uh, you know, one of my because I'm from New York, so one of my heroes that I used to like uh, see play was a guy named Dean Memminger. And to find out how he uh, kind of just got into drugs and lived in a room and rooming place and uh, just was just addicted to stuff. And he had the whole world ahead of him. I mean, a great player at Marquette University and playing with the NBA. And it's just sad that there's a void. I guess sometimes in their lives, and, uh, and for me, sometimes that void is not really getting involved in church and community, where you can uh, really give out to the youth, as well as getting back to where people supported you. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, now that you mentioned, when we start talking about athletes that have really um, derailed their career or their life um, through drugs, and when we think about um, one of the teams that I think about all the time is that New York Mets team that won the World Series with Doc Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, Lenny Dykstra, and that whole gang of characters. And, you know, um, Daryl Strawberry, he openly talks about how he was at the bottom of the pit with his drug life and how he lost a whole lot, his wife and everything. And um, and he and now he's, a, you know, he, he he's made a big comeback. And from what I understand, Doc Gooden has uh, has made a, a an effort to uh, to come back and, and do some things too. I think I saw him on television a couple of times. So you know, some of these guys can come back, but it's really really hard. And and plus, you know, um, society really scrutinizes these people, and they look at them different. You know, so uh, it's a double double edged sword that they have to battle too. Yeah, like with Dow, um, he, he's actually turned himself around and I guess gave himself to Christ. Uh, sometimes, you know, um, well, he's an ordained minister now. He's a reverend out, out there. And, and that's a good thing, uh, to thy own self be true. But there's a way where you have to make that turn around and just come back to basics. And, um, unfortunately, that New York Mets team was great. But, I mean, even, um, Hernandez, Keith Hernandez was drinking Budweiser's in the dugout during the game. So there was a whole yeah. lot of crazy stuff going on. And yeah. um, but uh, I'm just glad to see how how Dow and Dwight has kind of turned their souls around. I'm Africa. Uh, uh, Dwight was in um, a drug rehab that I was at too in Manhattan because I had to turn myself around too. You know, I'm not a superstar, but I was a affected by the drugs but thank god i've been 30 years clean but he was at the same place i was and it was amazing to see him in a drug rehab but at least that was a start to do things the right way and to to try to get rid of this uh addiction he had you're right and uh and and you have to start you know what i mean and and if a lot of people um, it, it's not just one time they have to start. They have to start and start over and start over and start yeah. over. And it's and it's a it's a it's a tough battle, and, uh, and and we really 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 have to applaud people like yourself and people like Daryl Strawberry that have that have turned themselves turned themselves around and and can speak openly about it too. Though you know it's a it's a beautiful thing, Mark. Right. To God be the glory. You know when you think you have hit a bottom, sometimes bottoms have trap doors. So it's really hard to really stay in recovery in the beginning stages. And, you know, you just got to stay away from people, places, and things. And that's not really, um, that's not really easy for a lot of uh, people in recovery. So, yes, I applaud anybody going through the struggle. Um, it's, it takes a little while to get that taste out of your mouth and out of your mind. So... Uh, but uh, it can be done. We do recover. Yeah. Hey. Well. Oh. No. no most definitely. Uh, people do all the time, and we really appreciate that. Yeah. You know. And um. You know. Back to um. You know. People going athletes that are, that end up going broke. And uh, a lot of times we look at athletes that go broke as, and it's mostly, to me, is the athletes from, say, pre nineties. You know, um, not necessarily. You see the athletes of the era of the of today's era of the two thousands. Um, these athletes, and I don't think we're going to see these guys go broke. I think they're smarter. They have smarter people around them. We see we we see smaller entourages that we saw in the nineties and the eighties. Uh, so we see a lot of athletes now, and we see athletes now. Uh, set a goal of how much they want to make and when they hit that goal 
they retire from football, especially football, because of the danger mm. of the game. So I think we're seeing a smarter athlete now. We're not going to see people like – we'll never see LeBron James um, file bankruptcy, I don't think. I don't, I don't think we'll ever see that. I don't think we'll ever see any of his teammates file bankruptcy because these guys realize that it's multiple streams of income available for them. They make a bunch of money on the court. And if they're smart about it, they'll never go broke. And I think most of these guys understand that. I think all of them. Amen. You know, I think, too, also like in the NBA, probably in the NFL, too, there's a rookie thing going on where they send everybody to uh, classes and investments and the, the pitfalls and some other athletes come back with their testimony. So they come in learning about this now, this new generation, which is a great help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a great help. But, you know, and, and, and not, not, not to be, um, but some of those things were available for us in the 80s, you know, and in the 90s. Uh, now, maybe the trust factor wasn't there because even the people that were supposed to be managing your money was taking your money, mm. taking guys' money in the 80s and the 90s. You know, mm. so um, I think things have really changed, and uh, I think uh, a lot of people are, are just really smarter now. And, and and the government has really set some guidelines for people that are just ripping people off. You know, we mm. look at American Greed every night. And, and yeah. back in the day, it was worse, you know. So wow. now the government has put in a lot of guidelines for people that call themselves investors and where they're not really investors. they thieves, you know. Wow. So things have changed. Hey, Mark, we appreciate your call, man. Don't be a stranger. All right, Dal, listen, God bless you and my brother, just in case anybody doesn't know, but you're a hero yourself, man. I'm very <laughs> proud of God that has used you in your life, man. You take care, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate that, Mark. Man, I really do. Thanks a lot, bro. I have a All great you. one. God bless you, too. Okay. Hey, um, Josh, we got uh, we got TD, TB on the line? This is TB. What's going on? Hey, no, much, man. Listen to that show talking about these athletes and some of the difficulties they have had in the past, you know? Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't go pro, but... You know, I, I saw a lot of things when I was in college and, and met a lot of guys who, you know, went to pro and uh, lost lost money, you know? Put their life yeah. on the line and out the other end uh, the same way they went in. It's very sad yeah. to see athletes do that today. You know? Yeah, it, it really is. You know, and, 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 and honestly, like I was just telling uh, Mark, before he got off, I just don't think we're going to be seeing that like we saw in the past. I think athletes are smarter now, and and I think the government, is, like I said, the government has stepped in. Where a lot of people used to say they were investors, and they were really in, they they were insurance agents, you know. So I think these these kind of people are just they um they're just they're just not like they used to be, and. You can go to some real investment firms and, and, and invest your money and make a profit instead of going with some someone your agent told you to go with. Your agent told you to go with his cousin's brother-in-law so he could get a little taste of it. So I think those days are over. Well, I hate to disagree with you. I don't think those days are over. <laughs> born, there's a sucker born every hour. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know, uh, you know that old saying. They say uh, a fool and his money will soon depart. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a little add on to that. It's a little add on to that. A fool and his money will soon depart, and they probably shouldn't have never got together in the first place. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, so you 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 you're probably right. Yeah, yep, you're, you're probably right. And, and and this is probably going to happen. You know, we look at people like Lawrence Taylor, estimated lifetime earning of $50 million, you know? And, and his cocaine dealer probably got, he, I know he living way better than Lawrence ever lived. That's a shame. No, he, probably, he probably in jail. Not a smart one. But you know what, though, Daryl? I think, um, 
you know, I, you know, I, I think there's a misconception sometimes out there about wealth and and how we look at pro athletes and the money that they make, and we see these millions when we are common everyday folks, uh, people. You know, million dollars is a lifetime. You know, uh, wage. They make it. You know, thirty-five, twenty-five, ten, fifteen, six million dollars a year. Um, but really, in America, if you look at being wealthy and just having money, there's there's two different things. Some of these pro, most of the majority of the pro athletes, I believe, you know, they got some money, okay. But very few of them will become wealthy. When I think about wealth, I'm thinking about, you know. People who have hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars cash and then have hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in 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 business or in stocks or bonds or, or producing. You know, that when that wealth is gonna keep producing where where you make six million dollars, what company are you gonna buy? You know what I'm saying? Or uh, you make twelve million dollars uh oh through during your career, what company are you gonna buy? And um, but when we look at wealth, is the people who pay these athletes? They are wealthy, you know. Now you got your certain athletes like LeBron. I would consider him probably wealthy because he has hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay, but um, in terms of just true wealth, the owners are truly wealthy. Oh, I definitely I agree with that. No question. Right. It's the difference between rich and wealthy. Uh, I, it's still I between rich my, and wealthy. You know what? As I think about it, you know, maybe there's one out there, but I've never heard of an owner going broke. No, so, and you and you and you never will. Not not in this day and age, for sure. You know, because mostly all of these franchises are literally worth over a billion dollars. You know, so no, we'll we'll never hear about them going broke. But these guys were billionaires. Just to even own one of these franchises, you literally have to be a billionaire. So yeah. no, they they'll never go broke. But you know these these people come from money too, though. So they have an understanding of how to deal with money and spend your money and make money. Most of these guys that become you know um, big time money earners, like Kenny Anderson, a former basketball player, estimated earning of. $60 million. But he came from the poorest part of New York City, you can imagine. And he never really had an understanding of how to save his money, how to grow his money, or even really how to sit on his money. You know, and and when you have a situation like that, you have, it's almost like a you a kitten and it's a whole bunch of lions out there. And they see you coming before you come around the corner, you little kitten. And they're just ready to just pounce on you. And it's a shame that more more people that he gave money to make money for him have more money now than he does. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's sad. That's sad, Daryl. But you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's real bad. And you know, I'm just like, you know, who is it's it's a question of trust, trust, and who's managing your money. You know, and and this is my firm belief. Um, you have to educate. You have to be educated yourself to manage your money with the assistance of someone. <laughs> I can't. I I can't comprehend why I would get someone my checkbook and say write a check for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, pay yeah. my bills. For, you can pay my bills, but write a check for me in my name. Where you can write a check off of my account. It's just hard yeah. for me to fathom how people will allow their their authority to be, you know, just used like that. It is, and, and hey, but it happened, and you know, and but and I think athletes are smarter now, you know, because some of the some of the guys that we grew up watching, or so, no, not not we, but some of the guys that these guys grew up watching and saw play, you know. Um, Scottie Pippen, for instance, you know, this guy um, estimated earning of $120 million, you know, and he's bad investments. Um, how could you lose $120 million? 
you know. But it happens all the time, man. It ain't, it's not much we can do about it. it, it, it it's not much. It, it's a lot we should be trying to do about it because people should be holding on to their wealth, you know. And and and, it, um, and, and it's not always just men either. You know, and it seems to be a, the, the, one of the things that we seem to have a lot in common is is that a lot of black people lose their wealth. But um, uh, Cheryl Swoop estimated fifty million dollars. You know, that's a lot of money for for a female athlete too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it happens, man. And I don't I don't know what we're gonna do, but um, something's gonna have to go on. Some some I, like I said earlier. I think things have changed and going in the right direction. I don't think athletes are going to be losing their money like they have. And we see, especially in football now, we see more and more athletes. Um, they, they have a goal that they want to set. That, that They play for one, two contracts, and then they're out of there. You know, they don't want to hang around for, um, for 10 and 12 years of, of playing football in the National Football League. We're not seeing that anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you I read, I was up in Washington, and I went to um, Smithsonian, and I remember looking at a, a African uh, art um, exhibition. And one of the one of the quotes was up on that these people in Kenya ride around with is, uh, "Not uh, intelligence is the crown." And sometimes I think you get lost with these uh, athletes, where they're trying to win a crown, a victory on the field or the court. And they forget about what the true crown really is. It's intelligence to operate and handle your money so your money works for you and not you working for your money. And they fail. They're looking sometimes, sometimes they're looking at the wrong thing. And especially when you get a lot of alpha males together. You know, I can remember even in high school, you know, playing on the football team in high school, well, I felt that I was an alpha male, and there were other cats on the team who felt that they were alpha males. And we were friends, but we competed. Who's going to be dressed the nicest? Who's going to uh, have the best-looking girlfriend? You know, all of those things, I think, those types of, that type of egocentric thought pattern sometimes prevails when you talk about top athletes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, who wants the mansion? Who wants the baddest cars? Who wants the most women? You know, who can go out and live lavish the best? And sometimes that could, you know, dampen the intellect when you be dealing with your money. You're right. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. And that happens a lot with athletes, man, especially us. Because we, we, we grow up with that same mentality that you just talked about. We, the, 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 the prettiest girlfriend. Who's dressing the best? You better not come to school with your hair not looking good. And then it passed over when you went to college. You know, it's the same thing. But in college, it got a little bit worse because now you're going out in the community. And now you want to, now you, you're the big person in the city that you're in. You know, so we get a lot of, we get a lot of things that blow our head up as athletes and it doesn't help us with our money situation too because a lot of times we go places and we think we have to pay for everybody in the whole building whether we know you or not. Abe, T, thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info, you and Radio Show, VoiceAmerica.com. Give us a call, 888-346-9144. Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, I think we got Damon on the line. What's up, Dame? We'll be back with you after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we were talking about these athletes that have really just lost their money. You know, and Michael Vick, um, estimated lifetime earning more than a hundred and thirty million dollars. And uh, you know, Mike, we all know that Mike went to prison for the dog fighting thing, spent a whole lot of money on lawyers, but Michael Vick is one of those people that's on the list of people that are broke, you know. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on? Hey, not bad, man. How you, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing real good, man. Doing real good. Yep. And yourself? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. You know, I don't even complaining because you ain't lost $130 million. That'll give you a real headache, man. That'll give you one of them Percy Harvin headaches. You hear what I'm telling you? <laughs> man, I tell you what, $130 million it take me definitely out of debt. Man, you know, Percy Harvin say you know, you know, Percy Harvin dealt with migraine headaches pretty much in his entire career that we knew he played from the time he played with the University of Florida to the time he ended his career with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think it was the Seattle Seahawks. But he said having one of those migraine headaches felt like somebody taking a hammer. And I'm not talking about one of them little hammers. He said a hammer that you'd hit a nail with and just pound in the side of your head. And he said this went on for days. He said it went on for hours at a time. He said when he went to sleep, he couldn't sleep. He said many days he just could not sleep. So that's the kind of headache losing $130 million would give you, man. One of them Percy Harvin kind of headaches. Man. <laughs> yeah. Big, yeah, man. And I saw Michael Vick playing on a flag football um, um, championship for for a million dollars or something like that on television a couple of days ago. Uh, I fell asleep watching it, so I didn't complete it. But, you know, when we, you know, these guys, man, you, you think about them and where they, where they went wrong, though. Where, where do you go wrong to lose uh, $130 million, over $130 million? Can I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Okay, well, everybody got this notion, um, when I make it big, I'm going to bring my friends up, too. They're not really your friends, because they're not grinding either, so if, they, if, if if you make it all the money, they're just mooching off you. You got to you gotta get your friends closer, enemies closer. At that point, because you got to pick and choose. I mean, number one is yourself. You, you got to keep making that money. If you don't, now you don't have that many friends. But that's where everybody go wrong at. They want to get all these people, live this lavish lifestyle, but 
to really keep that up. You're right, and and, and that's so true. You know, um, uh, we we look at a lot of guys, and we look at them, and what do we see? We see their entourage. You know, this this one guy that comes to mind right now who's still playing and pretty much probably has to play is Adam Jones, Pac-Man Jones. You know what I mean? When we Every time we've ever seen him, he's had an entourage or he's been involved in a conflict where his entourage was involved in the conflict. You know, and, and I think just this offseason, just recently he had an incident where he was uh, spitting on an officer or something crazy. You know, so... A lot of times, you're right. It's, it's, if these people are around you, they, they're around you because you put money in their pocket, you know? I'm going to point. I don't mean to interrupt you, but... Go ahead. You got entertainers like MC Hammer. That should be the biggest uh, object in your life right now. You see what he did wrong. He had this big entourage, and he, he couldn't fulfill it. He went broke because he had to pay them. You're right. And, and and you're right. He he should be the poster child for why not to have a big entourage. And Mike Tyson is another one. You know, Mike Tyson used to roll ten or twenty deep too. You know, so he, he, these guys have the and, and and another one. And we think about these big entourages and they're going broke. Is uh is uh AI Allen Iverson. You know, he always had a big posse with him too. Yeah, and these guys are in your posse. They don't live in in small apartments. You buy you buy them a house too, you know. Come on, or they live yeah. with you. Yeah, oh, and and they have to have a car too, their own car, you know. So it's 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 a lot that goes with it, um, Damon. And I, I definitely understand what you're saying, and um, and I I I, 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 I we've seen it happen, but I refer back. I just don't think that we're going to continue to see these kind of things happen. Even, even with the, the modern-day athlete, let's look at some of, the, some of the ones we all kind of think are kind of like, not vigilante, but they kind of like kind of wild and so-and-so. You know, Des Bryant, for instance, we've heard about him in the past couple of years. Now, he might be on that list that possibly go broke because there wasn't a, that was a, not a rumor but a story out about a year ago for him owing a jewelry dealer money. You know, you don't owe a jewelry dealer money when you worth uh, when when you've earned about sixteen million dollars in your career. Now nah, you don't owe somebody money for a necklace when you when you've earned sixteen million in your in your career. Now maybe that's the reason Dez hasn't signed a contract either because of the possibility that he he's uh, he has a, he's having financial problems. You know, because he's still one of the yeah. highest named free agents out. But you, if you look at it though, you gonna sign the first thing popping if you if you're that uh that broke. But you don't go outside your means, man. Like I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a reference. With, uh, Fred Taylor, when he brought Maurice Jones Drew in, he took him under his wing and told him the ends and out of the, uh, the NFL. And Maurice Jones, he took that he took that to heart, man, and and rolled with it. You gotta have uh, somebody, you know. I mean, I, I guess you can have somebody, but it's up to you to listen because it, it's it's, uh, it's it's everybody trying to get you when you get all that money. And that's if that's you, so true. I heard you spoke about Kenny Anderson. He came from a uh, poor neighborhood, but that should give you motivation to, uh, you know, just want to keep your money. Yeah, but you know, but check this out, Damon. If you are the only person in your house to ever go to college, and then all of a sudden, the second year after you're in college, you become a multi-millionaire. Can you, can you imagine? That's almost like landing on Mars, man. You know, because now it's so many people out there that really want to take some of that money away from you. And because you really have no idea of how to save your money, how to spend your money, how to invest your money, you 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 you're just lost. I mean you I mean you lost in a state of confusion. And and it's really sad, but that's 
that's the way this thing has happened, man. You know, because think about it. Kenny, Kenny Anderson, um, he filed bankruptcy in 2005. But Kenny Anderson is, is, a, is a guy that signed a, um, a, in an NBA contract when he was about 19 years old. You know, and at 19 years old, here, here's a young man probably worth about $10 million or $8 million at 19 years old. His mom couldn't tell him how to spend it. His dad couldn't tell him how to spend it. His brother couldn't tell him how to spend it. Yeah. So, hey. And, and, and what happens a lot of times with athletes too, Damon, is that, man, a lot of these guys, they, 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 um, they come in and they make money and then they stop playing. But their bills are still the same. We got to get out of here, Damon. We got rolling on the line, coming on to try to give us a quick NASCAR update on what's going on in the world of NASCAR. Thanks, Damon. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking about the world of sports. We appreciate you, bro. Hey, Josh, we got we got uh, rolling on, on the line. Rolling, what's happening? Rolling, what's going on? Oh, man, I was really hoping that Roland could come in and, uh, and give us a little update on what happened in the world of NASCAR over the weekend. Um, but uh, we, I guess he's not here and he's not available. But over the weekend, it was some great races here in Daytona. I mean, we had uh, the, pep, the, um, the Coke 400. Um, it was Coke Zero 400. Let's get it right. And... Um, it was it was a very exciting race. I have to say, at least it was a very exciting race because um, uh, it was a whole lot of wrecks in this race, and I guess that was one of the things that made it good. But at the same, Roland, what's happening? I guess Roland didn't make it on, but um, Eric Jones won the race. Um, he running a Toyota car. And um, uh, Martin Truex Jr. Um, came in second. A.J. Allmendinger came in third. And Casey Kane, who I actually thought had a real shot at winning the race, especially late in the race, because it was like three restarts. And, and this race actually went into, into overtime. And um, so it, and, and it, the race actually went into overtime. And... It was some wrecks in the overtime, so it ended up being um, it ended up being a really, really, um, really hectic race to be to say the least. But uh, Eric Jones won the race. Um, Martin Truex Jr. Um, came in second, and I mean, it, the, it, it at one point I really thought that um, that um, that the dude uh, Wallace Jr. Um, they call him Bubba Wallace Jr., but his ex name is Daryl Wallace Jr. I thought he was going to make a run at, at, at something. Uh, I, he's one of the guys I like to watch. He ended up being 14th, and, um, and that, that's pretty good in the, considering how, how this race actually went, how everything went down in this race. But, hey, guys. Thanks for coming in this week, and thanks for being a part of the show. One of the things we didn't talk about that I should have talked about is that, hey, Floyd Mayweather has, is, is having a baby. Oh, no, 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 not Floyd Mayweather Jr. Floyd Mayweather Sr., 65 years old, having a baby. What can you say? Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the show. We'll be back next week with more sports information on TheVoiceAmerica.com. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Sports Channel for more sports info UM. We'll see you then.